This interview is made possible by my friends at Athens Screen Printing, HP Overhead Door Company, Speedy Tech Repair, Tinsley Law and Title, and Gibson Pharmacy. Their sponsorship allows me to provide free content to the community. Please say thank you by shopping these local businesses and by following each of their Facebook pages. Hello friends, this is Michael from Hannigan Media and I'm here in the office of Henderson County Sheriff Bodie Hill House. How are you doing today, Sheriff? Doing great. How are you, Mike? I am amazing. Uh, we're a day late. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, we're, we're doing this on Thursday and um, actually before we get going, I will say why um, a sad time here at the Sheriff's Office. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We lost a, uh, a jailer here this past week this past Sunday and so it's it's been it's been rough yeah I know that uh, you guys are a very very close knit group a very close knit family and anytime you lose somebody um, obviously not in the line of duty right but um, that's devastating to yes, folks who are here it is it is it's, it's rough on uh, of course all of us in the administration and and the, his friends and family and uh you know and they grow together they spend more actually you know a lot of times unfortunately in this line of work you spend more f time with the folks at work than you do with your own family but uh but yeah it's it's been tough and i uh, wanted to uh, take a little moment to tell you know just let everybody know that our thoughts and prayers are with the family and with each employee up here that worked with him um brandon Pryor was uh a great employee and a, and a great man and and uh you know we, we're thinking about the employees here and of course his family at home yeah our our, our thoughts and prayers with his family for sure um all right well that's one of the reasons we're a day late yes, um because uh I know that um, there were some services yesterday, and I think some today. Yes, sir. That, that you're doing. Yeah, we'll be doing um, the actual funeral today at eleven. And so it's a bit of a um, it's a bit of a rough shift after you talk about something like that. Uh, but we have jobs to do, all of us. So yes, let's talk about the stats and where we're at. Yes, sir. Since we met last week, uh, we've arrested, it's been busy, we've arrested 91 individuals, have been booked into the jail, 18 females, 73 males. Um, our average daily population so far this year is 366. Um, we've got 401 in custody today. 125 of those are contract either Van Zant, Rockwall, Orange, or United States Marshal inmates. All right, so yeah, that's a pretty good week that's a lot higher than we've been averaging as yes, far sir. as arrests it sounds more like a 2019 week than yes, a 2020 sir. week yes sir um all right well a couple of those arrests were drug arrests um and we you know you have those every week obviously but uh you have a couple this week that are different uh one i want to talk about because it has a game room connection and last week you, we talked about the huge game room bust you had up in the camp area. Tell us about this arrest. Yes, sir. Uh, we had a deputy that was out working, um, patrolling, and he observed a male individual leaving a game room. Um, he uh, stopped, stopped a vehicle 
and the the male subject got in a vehicle and the vehicle was driven by an unlicensed driver a female that he, the deputy knew was unlicensed so he stopped the vehicle for that and um the male actually threw um narcotics out the window in the side of the uh, the bar ditch and so the deputy realized what was going on he heard something come out of the car walked around on that side of the car saw the contraband there which was methamphetamine and and uh, a pipe uh, used to smoke methamphetamine so he was actually arrested and brought to jail for possession of a controlled substance and tampering with evidence and this just goes to show i've said it time and time again these are the types of individuals that are frequenting these game rooms. So uh, that's one reason why the game rooms are, are, are really a high priority here because of the illegal activities that go on inside them. And we're not just talking about the gambling. These kind of places definitely seem to attract a particular element. Um, you know, that's not saying that everybody that goes to one of these places, but that's the problem because you have people who are, you know, regular folk who are not normally doing illegal things going to these game rooms to to play the games and gamble and they're being mixed in with real criminals yes sir yes sir and then you never know what's going to happen especially if people are in there under the influence of some of these drugs you never know what's going to happen which is how come these places are on the sheriff's office radar yes sir all right so and uh i know that uh that bust last week, the big uh, bust up in Kemp with the game room. I know that that investigation is still working um, and maybe some more information in the next week or two. Yes, sir. I'm hoping I'm hoping we uh, can wrap that one up by next week and have some more information on it. All right. Well, we look forward to uh, finding out more about that one. Now, there was also another drug arrest uh, up in Gun Barrel City. Um, and like we said, you know, it, a lot of the a lot of the arrests that you make are these kind of drug arrests, um, but this one was interesting for the details. Yes, sir. Uh, deputies were up in the Gun Barrel City area at a Texaco gas station, and they were actually looking for a, a fugitive up there. And then they came across um, Justin Glenn Ario. And uh, when they made contact with him, he was not the fugitive they were looking for, but they made contact with him and found him in possession of, uh, of illegal narcotics. So he was arrested and brought to jail. But the difference in uh, Ario's arrest is he not only had methamphetamine, which is we speak about every week, feels like, uh, you know, that's our main problem here in Henderson County, but he also uh, was in possession of heroin and uh, GHB. And GHB is, is uh, to be honest with you, I can, the scientific name, it's called GHB because the yeah, scientific because name is really hard to say. Really it's really long, difficult really long. word. Yes, but it's uh, commonly referred to as a date rape drug. And so he had all three of those substances and was booked in on three different charges of possession of a controlled substance uh, here at the jail. Now, and I know that we've talked about it before, um, and we talk about, okay, so what are the drug problems? Obviously, methamphetamine is the biggest problem by far yes. in the county. Prescription drugs yes. being used problem. inappropriately or illegally, also a huge problem. Heroin's in there. Heroin is in there. It's coming back. We see it from time to time. Um, it's, it's a real problem up in the uh, bigger cities 
but that's just you know it just takes time to filter down we do find it time to time and that is another very scary drug um but we got we was able to get a little bit off the street there, there's just something about heroin even when i hear heroin i get this like um old 70s 80s kind of yes. thought process because when i think heroin i thought that's when that was really big and and it and that is very true um but with the prescription pills uh a lot of people that end up getting cut off by the doctor on the prescription pills a lot of them turn to heroin and uh it's it is a very dangerous drug it's a downer and uh of course the more you use it the more i would say immune you come to it because it's going to take more to get you sure. to this to, to feel high again and then that's when it becomes very dangerous because overdoses uh heroin overdose happen frequently yeah heroin overdoses are a real problem um and i think that there a few years ago there was a real rash of them not just here but across the country yes sir where people were ODing from heroin all over the country. Yes. Uh, dangerous, dangerous drug. Um, not that any of them aren't dangerous right. is an important thing to remember. Yes, sir. Um, but it was interesting that uh, this particular person had all three of them. Um, all right. So, you know, one of the, that's, that's what most people think about when they think about the sheriff's office, obviously, is they think about the arrests, they think about that but the sheriff's office runs the jail yes sir and a big day for the jail this week yes sir we uh i started my day off on tuesday just like i always start my day off come here gather up everything get ready for prepare myself for court because uh, every day every tuesday morning at 9 a.m we have commissioner's court went to commissioner's court um just like I always come back over to the jail um to see what was going on here at the office and uh, shortly after I arrived back here, um, I was notified that the Texas Commission on Jail Standards had showed up for their annual surprise visit. And uh, so our two-day inspection started Tuesday, uh, and that's a very, very thorough investigation. They go over every element of this jail, uh, from maintenance to paperwork, and that's why it's a two-day inspection. The first day, Tuesday, they worked on paperwork, Wednesday morning, he came in, finished up the paperwork stuff, and then did the walkthrough and checked all the maintenance in the jail. And um, I'm proud to say our jailers are, are still doing what uh, what they need to be doing, everything. We're, we're still in compliance. We passed our jail inspection. Um, but I'll be honest with you, it's still a very nerve-wracking two days. I'm sure it is, especially since your jail is so full. Yes, sir. This is, And, of course, this that was another element we've never been – well, I mean, this year we've never had as high of a population back there, so we've never had this many inmates in custody when the jail commission um, arrived. Along with the COVID restrictions yes. and the things that you have in place there. Um, did the, the, was there anything different with the inspection this year because of COVID? I mean, were they looking at different things COVID-related that they normally don't, or did I mean, they, they pretty they, much stick to what they normally did? They pretty much stuck to what they normally did. Um, of course, all the COVID paperwork is in the medical packets that they review, mm -hmm. so they got to look and make sure that we were doing everything we needed to do and checking temperatures and, and screening folks for COVID and 
Uh, and then, of course, during the walkthrough, you know, they were able to see the quarantine cells and all that. So, uh, so yes, it was part of it, but it wasn't a. It was pretty much a normal inspection with a few new items. Well, the good thing is we can uh, take a deep breath and not worry about them for a year. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Of course, they could show up again tomorrow. But uh, yeah, that's but, the whole part of the surprise. <laughs> yes, sir. I, even as a reporter, I always wondered about the annual surprise. Do I know when they're coming? Do I have an idea? It's, you have no clue. We, we really don't. And and uh, this year was a uh, – there's been changes. There's been a few people retire in the Texas Commission on Jail Standards, so we got a new inspector. Um, this was the first time for us to meet him this year. Um, he's a really uh, really nice guy, knows his work, knows his job. Um, he's an ex-detention uh, officer, so that kind of helps. Um, so he he knows what he's looking for, and but uh, yeah, but that, that doesn't that doesn't add to the stress at all. A new guy does it, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I have no idea what you're looking for, man. <laughs> that that doesn't add. That I just my stress level just went up for you, <laughs> yes, and it's over. Yes, thinking sir. about it being a new person. All right, so let's finish up this podcast with um, some happy news. Uh, you did your quarterly announcement of the deputies of the quarter. Yes, I was uh, privileged this morning to meet with three of our employees and award them with deputy of the, deputies of the quarter. Um, on the patrol side, deputy of the quarter, I got to award um, deputy Luke Rachel. And the dispatch side, I uh, got to award communication service officer Amanda Quattlebaum. And then in the detention um, side, I was able to award uh, detention service officer Michelle Briggs um, with deputy of the third quarter of 2020. And uh, we really are blessed here at the sheriff's office. We've got a lot of good employees. They all work hard. They all do a great job. These three just kind of stuck out the last last three months and uh, have gone above and beyond for us. And uh, so it's always nice to be able to recognize well, congratulations to them. I know you'll have their photo up yes. on your Facebook page today, and I'll share it over to our stuff and put it in the show notes of this podcast. Um, in addition, let, as we go to sign out, let's talk real quick about your Facebook page because yes, one of the biggest parts of all of this is remind people that the sheriff's office listens to the community, listens to tips all of the time, and so if they want to get a hold of you, how can they do that? Yes, please contact us. And, last, and even last night and this morning, I've been getting a lot of activity in reference to some animal uh, animal issues run, uh, here in Henderson County. And I've got our animal control officers out already this morning working on those issues. So we do listen. Um, contact me. You can send me a private message on Facebook, on the Henderson County Sheriff's Office Facebook page. You're talking directly to me. No one else has the the passwords for that. So, Or you can always call us here at the Sheriff's Office at 903-675-5128 or contact uh, Henderson County Crime Stoppers anonymously at uh, 1-800-545-TIPS. All right. Well, with that, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you, Sheriff, for uh, allowing us in. Take a look at our Sheriff's Office. And we will be back and see you again next week, hopefully on our normal day. Yes, sir, Wednesday. Thank you. All right.